as entrepreneurs, we are always, 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 always on a roller coaster. We never get off it. And Alex Raymond, the CEO of CAPTA and our guest today, discovered this the hard way. But instead of accepting defeat, he changed his mindset and his approach to dealing with the everyday ups and downs that we experience. And he didn't just hold this information, he's sharing it. Because in addition to his CEO role, he's also the founder and the host of the Conscious Entrepreneur Movement and Summit that happens once a year. And it's a place where people can intentionally be getting help in terms of their mindset. Alex, welcome to How I Turned the Corner. Kendra, thanks for the intro. Uh, So great to see you. Yes, it's good to see you too. So tell us just a little bit of the backstory. I know that it's been, it's, it's well documented on the Conscious Entrepreneur's website, but share with our listeners, like what happened when you were in the middle of the Techstars program? Yeah. So I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and was fortunate to go through a really well-known accelerator program, Techstars here in Boulder uh, several years ago. And for, for those of you who may not be aware of this, Techstars is really well known. It's this competitive thing. It's sort of a big deal accolade uh, to get accepted into the program. So it was really exciting for us to be able to take part of this. It was, you know, something where, you know, really felt like validation, like, oh, great, we've arrived as as a startup. And it's a very rigorous program too, meaning um, it's kind of really scheduled out and there's a lot of stuff to do. And there's always many, many um, activities and workshops and, and, and meetings that you're, you're partaking in. So therefore, a lot of work. And it's a cohort-based thing. So there's about a a dozen or so, there are about a dozen or so other companies that were going through this at the same time. And so I'm going through Techstars and doing all the things that are on the schedule, doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing, sort of playing the role of being, you know, Techstars Accelerator CEO. And one evening I come back to the house and, uh, you know, put the stuff down and I'm, I'm sitting at the, at the table and, you know, I'm sitting there and, and, I really, to be honest, I'm just not feeling all that great. I'm not really feeling fired up. I'm tired. I'm down. I'm just sort of, you know, decompressing for the, for, from the day. And my wife looks over at me and she goes, you know, you're supposed to be at the peak of this entrepreneurial experience. And I have never seen you more miserable in my entire life. Oh. I know. I was like, oh, and you know what? She was right because what I was doing was, instead of being present or being embodied or getting the full potential out of it or feeling great, I was spending all of my time doing what I know a lot of other entrepreneurs do. I was comparing myself to everybody else. I was living up here in my head instead of down here in my heart or my body. Uh, I felt there was a lot of stress and friction and it was almost all self-created, right? So this was not something that the external world was not putting this on me. I had created this entire thing for myself. I had created this landscape myself. And uh, what happened was I realized that my wife was totally right in her analysis. And I'm also really lucky that she gave me you know, a pretty swift crack on the back of the head to say, well, go fix it. Right? You have the resources, you have the skills, you have the talents, you have the energy, go do something about this. Don't just sit here and you know wallow. Uh, and so what that kicked off for me, Kendra, was several years of just like exploring personal growth. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? How to show up as my best self? Like All these things. And I realized that there's just such a tremendous amount of tools and resources out there for entrepreneurs. So later on, when I was a 
mentor in the Techstars program. And I've worked with dozens of other companies at this point. And I see this happening over and over, right? People get trapped or they get stuck. And most of the time, the vast majority of the time, whatever the demons are, they are in your head. They're not <laughs> in reality. And so Conscious Entrepreneur as a uh, the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit came from this realization because I, I figured out I am not alone. This is not exclusive to me. A lot of other people need guidance and support and they need to understand, you know, what are some really good things to do and what do we want to avoid and how do I look after myself? And that's what birthed the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit. So we're now two years in. We uh, did the first one in Denver in May of 2022. We had about 100 people there. And in this past year in June 2023 in Boulder, we had about 220 people at the event. So people are excited about it. It seems to be making an impact. I consider it to be a real gift to the world uh, that I'm giving. And it's been a lot of fun to do. That's amazing. And and so now, so now what's changed for you as the CEO of CAPTA going through this journey? Like what, what's, what's changed around your leadership? So one of the core tenets of being a conscious entrepreneur is fearless self-inquiry, right? So really being willing to look inside to say, what's happening here? What am I good at? What am I not so good at? You know, sort of zone of genius as Gay Hendricks might put it, right? So stuff like that. And so what this has allowed me to do is as I thought about um, my journey is to say, what am I good at? Where are my strengths? What are the things that I am really well-equipped to do versus what are the things that I might do that are draining my energy and therefore I'm not very good at them and therefore I don't like to do them and sort of get a doom spiral going on there. Um, that those are that's something that really came up, right? Is understanding where I spend my time and where I spend my where I spend my energy. Um, the also uh, the other thing I just want to share is kind of resourcing of awareness. What I mean by that is I've done a lot of training, I've done a lot of you know meditations and workshops and retreats and literally like read the books and all the things, you know. And uh, one of the most important ones for me is just the awareness of what's going on right now and do I need to react? And like you said in the intro, being an entrepreneur is a roller coaster. It's a constant state of ups and downs. And one of the mistakes that I and I've, and many others make is feeling that we need to react to everything that's happening, right? Be it good or bad, or it's something out there. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we're really, we're all sort of, roll up our sleeves and get to work type of people. So we're very proactive. We're very active as it is. And sometimes that can get go into overdrive. And so starting to create a little bit of space between whatever's going on out there and me has been really, really helpful so mm. that I can see something, whether it's something good, whether it's something bad, whether it's something I need to pay attention to or not, and just sort of create some space. And so that awareness um, is something I've developed over time. And it allows me to be more measured and to respond to something as opposed to reacting to something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the new way of leading. I don't think the the old way of just the command and control are going to fly anymore for people. And I I love the idea that instead of um instead of feeling like you have to force something to get it to go a certain direction, you encourage it instead. And as and it's a completely different way of leading, but I can see where you know how that ties a little bit into what you just said. And so have, has that been what you think your team would say as well at CAPTA? Yeah, it's certainly what we try to do. It's certainly what we try to do. And 
you know, the the sort of general view on entrepreneurs is that everything is like pushing a rock uphill in the rain all the time, which is true, right? Because as an entrepreneur, you're trying to find product market fit. You're trying to get the resources that your company needs. You're trying to manage a team and the customers and so on. Um, but what what we've really tried to do is get as close to reality as as we can and clearing away, you know, my internal views of the world or old programming that I'm bringing with me or assumptions that I'm bringing with me really helps to see reality as opposed to what I think is actually going on. And so I think that's been really helpful in the growth of our company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's another really key thing about this is we do, I call it head trash. <laughs> my husband hates it when I use that term, but I mean, that's just what I would call it. The feeling of insecurity, the doubt, the imposter syndrome, those things you mentioned earlier. Um, and then, and then those limiting beliefs too, or the beliefs around, I have to have people in office or how do I know that they're working? Well, I think that's your own problem, actually, because I don't, that isn't, that's not reflecting of reflective of what's happening with your team. That's more reflective of how you are as a leader, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, there's so, there's a lot of head trash uh, out there. Um, a lot of us don't know that it's there, you know, and so, so it takes a, a flashlight or someone's shining a light on it for you to realize, oh, wait a minute, I can question that belief or I, I don't have to think that way. Uh, and so, Really helpful in head trash for me, at least, has been things like entrepreneur groups, you know, so getting together with with peers and, and colleagues and talking about this stuff and using it as a way to to shine some light or bring awareness to both what's happening for you and what's happening to others. So this is groups like, you know, EO or YPO, those sorts of things can be really, really effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or Vistage is another one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a part of a community here in Colorado called Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, yeah. CTLF. Um, mm-hmm. And that has been just, that's my go-to place. I mean, we- It's a super all, organization. Yeah. 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 I'm on the board there and we actually have uh, the, the, all of the CEOs on the board. We get together once a week, every Monday morning at 8 a.m. We are on a right. call just talking about what's happening. Sometimes it's facilitated with a question. And anyway, it's been phenomenal. So, and, and through COVID was essential. I mean, it was because through COVID, we all did really well because of our group, really, because we were all sharing best ideas and <laughs> supporting each other through it. So it was great. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. So what have you learned about yourself through CTLF? Well, I, I that's great. I had a really interesting uh, experience and really listening to the voice in my head and especially the one that wasn't very helpful and trying to just get to the root of what what is this voice? Because there are times too where I can really deeply feel in my in my gut that things are actually going to be fine. It's a rough patch, it's hard. But then there'd be that voice, the you know, saying, no, no, you're not enough. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. And so I've just learned to kind of suppress that a little bit more or be aware of of her, him. I'm not sure. I think it's a him actually. Um <laughs> and and just not not let that be that my guiding light so much. And so that's been one really big thing. But um the other thing that's been amazing is I had never thought before of business as a community so much. And now I see it as a community like this. We we can have community inside of our businesses and through our businesses. And so that's been another phenomenal thing. So I aim to just serve. How can I serve you? How can I help? That's my first question with any <laughs> any new person is, is how can I give back to you first? And that's that's really the mantra of CTLF. It's neat. That's cool. The the uh, uh, the concept of businesses community really resonates. That's something that I have seen a mindset shift that I went through uh, was realizing that 
all the work that I do in building Capta, all the build, all the work that I build do in building my company is really just a vehicle for working on myself. That at the end of the day, uh, being an entrepreneur, as odd as this sounds, is a spiritual path. It is a path of self-development. And once I started to realize that everything was a vehicle for my growth, it changed how I thought about it. Hmm. Tell me more about that. So what what are what are the I mean I'm so just this, this comes like from a yeah, yeah. So, so this, this concept, I, I wish I made it up. I wish this was my insight. It's not. Uh, it came to me through one of my mentors, uh, a gentleman by the name of Sri Kumar Rao. And, uh, he basically says everything we do in life, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's, uh, we're driving or we're walking or we're preparing a meal or we're at the gym or we're doing our work, everything that we're doing is in support of our own personal growth and our own spiritual development. And so when I started to realize that everything that's happening, good thing, bad thing, you know, medium thing, whatever it is that's happening is just a way that I can then say, how am I going to respond to this? What does this mean to me? How can I take this and learn it, use it as a way to grow or a mechanism for um, advancement of myself and of my being? And I realized that at the end of the day, this is all a spiritual exercise, meaning it's about my relationship with the universe. Right? It's about my relationship with the world. And it also helps to depersonalize things because then I don't think, oh, you know, that that person wronged me in this way and get all upset about something. You know, instead say, what's going on here and how is this helping with my growth? Because, you know, the one thing that I've learned that I am, Kendra, is I am 100% dedicated to my personal growth. And that's sort of the thing that's at the center of Conscious Entrepreneur. It's at the center of me being the CEO of CAPTA. And so learning that business is simply a vehicle for that growth is is really uh, rewarding. Hmm. I can see that now. Thank you for that deeper explanation. Because was I when I apply it to my own thinking with turning the corner, um, you know, I, I I couldn't connect to it at first, but now I see exactly what you mean. I mean, I think I've spent my entire life so deeply worried about the people in my life who didn't like their jobs. Like it just made me crazy. When I would hear somebody say, oh, I hate my job or somebody that I let I loved or cared for, I just wanted to get in there and fix it. I don't know necessarily, I don't know where that, that route is there exactly, but um, I feel such a deep pull since I was little to, to end suffering in the workplace and to make work easier. And so, and I think probably it also comes from the fact that I had many years of not loving a job. And I know what I was like when I didn't love my job. I wasn't easy to manage. I'm so sorry for my former bosses. I wasn't the best teammate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm ashamed of it now, but that just means I'm growing, right? <laughs> and, now and, we're, uh, and now we're learning that, and 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 we're and we're developing. And so, you know, in that way, you think, well, couldn't I couldn't I have gotten it right the first time? You know, it's hard, right? You're younger. You didn't know then what you know now, and we're not perfect. So again. None of this is just going to hit us like like a lightning bolt. We need experience to learn and then to put it into practice. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. I love that. Well, so now what is up next? Like, what's the plan for Conscious Entrepreneur for next year and CAPTA? And you know, what are your dreams for all of this? Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, sep- I'll separate them out because there are two different things, CAPTA and, and Conscious Entrepreneur. 
entrepreneur. Um, you know, on, on the on the Capta side, we're continuing to build the business. We have a great tool. It's software for it's kind of like a CRM for your existing customers. So it's for account management teams to do the things they do to, to retain and grow their customers. So uh, we've done some really great things there, building the product, creating community, creating additional um, the training programs and support programs for our clients. And so that's really, really interesting and rewarding. On the conscious entrepreneur side, we had a lot of tremendous feedback from the session that we did in June. So June was the second annual uh, Conscious Entrepreneur Summit, like I said. And what it motivated me to do was to find other formats that might work. And uh, you know, people were saying, how do we do this? And we're not just taking two full days, you know, once a year. What else can we do to work on ourselves and and kind of build some additional community around this. Uh, and so one of them is we're trying out some smaller format events. So in uh, in November of 2023, so in about three weeks from now, we're hosting a one-day workshop with Gay Hendricks, who's sort of the godfather of conscious leadership, the, the person who came up with Zone of Genius and wrote the book, The Big Leap. So that's a one-day event. It's going to be a smaller format, maybe 60, 70 people there, uh, but but allows us to keep the conversation going. So looking at that sort of thing and maybe doing another one in the spring and then still aiming for the uh, big event, sort of the flagship event in in June of next year uh, in Boulder. And, and we do these in Boulder because it's really on brand for Boulder, for for you, as you know, and, and, and others who may have uh, heard of Boulder have opinions on it, but it's really on brand to have the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit in in Boulder. Um, you know, but then also considering how do we make this a broader conversation? So what else needs to happen out there to um to to find people where they are, to make sure the right people who might need to hear about this do so. And you know, that's really what we're what we're looking at. When it comes to you know, kind of who we attract or who gets involved uh, in in the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit. Um, I found it's really people who are experienced entrepreneurs, meaning they've been doing this for a while. They may be a couple years into their endeavor, and they're realizing how important the inner work is. Right? We always think that the solution to our problems is somehow outside of us. It's somehow out there. You know, it's the market or the client or the team member or the employee or whatever it is. Like it's something outside of us. Uh, and the more experience you get, you start to realize that actually I can solve many of those problems simply by working on myself. And so that is something that is has really come through uh, loud and clear. And so the cool thing is the people who are at the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit are experienced. They have you know done this before. They're not necessarily um, you know on their first rodeo, as that expression goes. Uh, which means it's a really rich community in terms of the sh- the experiences and the sharing that can happen there as well. Hmm. Well, gosh, I hope that some of our our listeners will be in attendance. So, because that sounds like exactly the kind of thing that we encourage here with this with this podcast as well. I love it. Yeah, so. it's about reframing. You know, like, what are the thoughts that I can reframe? What are the ways of doing or the ways of being uh, that I would like to revisit? For example, uh, we also do a lot about culture, so team culture, company culture, which obviously is a thing that you're a total expert in, Kendra. And we talk about, you know, how do I bring this out to a broader world? How do I be the resilient and inspired leader that I was meant to be? So that's those are part of the conversations uh, that we're having out there. And I think it totally aligns with the audience for this podcast, for sure. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Alex. This has been lovely. And it's great to reconnect with you after all these years as well. Great pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.